This week's episode of Fade Us, we got the full squad back again. Myself, the square. We got the Godfather, Johnny Parlays, and Frankie Overs. And for what the second time in three weeks, Johnny Parlays is once again doing one of the most heroic acts in podcast history. Podcasting, driving what, like four and a half hours away? Uh, it's only about four, but I mean, hey, you got to You got to do what it takes. You got to do what it takes. So hopefully, we get him uh, not slamming into the back of a semi-truck but if he did get pulled over it would make for some pretty good audio <laughs> pretty good. hey hey johnny uh so johnny made a quick pit stop in my old stomping grounds uh what'd you think i i'm a fan i you know it honestly i can see what it would look like on like a nice uh friday evening you know all the young college kids getting ready to go out um Obviously, uh, yesterday you told us a bunch of stories about your time there. Uh, so definitely the pod's going to have to find a way to get up there. But uh, it was my first time driving through campus. I was, uh, I was a fan. I definitely could see uh, how you had uh, – I think you described it as the best six years of your life. So, uh, <laughs> and, I, uh, and that sounds really bad if people don't know that I like, went to graduate school there. It just sounds like I pulled a Van Wilder or a Tommy Boy and just stayed in college forever. But – you know, it totally could have gone that way too. But yeah, we, I'd love to get you guys, uh, all us over there at some point and uh, uh, rip up the town a bit as I used to do as of up until about eight months ago. <laughs> love it. So we'll get, uh, we'll get right into it. We'll start with just a little quick World Series recap. Unfortunately, the Dodgers won 4-2. That's not even the biggest storyline to come out though. Um, the storyline number one is Kevin Cash pulling Blake Snell, what, with one out in the sixth inning? Yep. 73 pitches in, was mowing him down, had nine strikeouts. They pull him. The Dodgers immediately get the lead after that. <laughs> yeah, that's, they've, been, they've been doing that all year, right? So I don't know if Blake Snell threw more than six and two-thirds or seven in a start like all season. That's what Cash was doing all year. Um, but it's like World Series game six. Like, you got to use your eyes at some point instead of using the analytics. Like, just let this guy cook. You can't – you couldn't watch Blake Snell that night and be like, oh, okay, like, third time through the order. Like, I think someone's going to figure him out. Yeah, he looked unhittable. Analytics, shamanalytics. Right? It's, so it's baseball, man. This is a World Series. Like, let the kids play. Wasn't that their motto last year? Well, oh, what are you trying to do is – what are you trying to do? Save his arm for the yeah, next game? What, like, hey, what not, are you doing? He's not, <laughs> he's not pitching. You again. have to win this. You have to win this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, not going to pitch again the rest of the season. I don't know. Whatever. Plus, I think well, an thanks, baseball. Thing, we'll see you. An, an overlooked thing, too, is the guy Cash put in 
had given up a run in six straight games. Yes. Like, it wasn't so like – Kevin Cash is a fucking idiot. Uh, I, tough look for the nerds. I, I'd, I'm starting to come over toward analytics. But, like, at some point, you, like you mentioned, you got to get – like, it's more a feel than a fu- yes. looking at a fucking computer. Like, he was the top of the lineup. And, yes, I think Snell, according to the nerds, like, once he hit the third the third time through a lineup, he does horrible. But he went 0 for 6 with 6 Ks through the first – through Mookie and Seager. Like, I would, I would take that chance than putting in a guy who has – who has sucked in the postseason. So, uh, Kevin Cat, he's never going to live this down. I mean, who knows if the Rays will ever get back in that position again. But, I mean – it was a good run. Randy Rosarena is going to be a wagon. But, yeah, uh, who is that? Kid? I guess tip, tip your cap to the Dodgers because they're probably going to – they could repeat. They I'm happy repeat. for Kershaw. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, at least this year, we didn't have to see a depressed Kershaw photo. Uh, and he was so, he was dominant. He, he yeah. gave some haters a little medicine this, uh, well, this season. A bad ending. Thanks for hanging out, baseball. Uh, we'll see you in April, I guess. Fuck Rob Manfred. How how in the world does that positive test come out middle game, like seventh? How in the world is that even possible? And is, and at that not, point, how much does it matter? Right and right and but also like I don't know, man. Like, is this some HIPAA shit? Like, what the fuck was going on? Like, when did he take the test? Like, how long did they know? They just let us know in the seventh. <laughs> like, what in the hell? Speaking of big coronavirus positive tests, uh, one came out of the NCAA. Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But, yeah, the, the whole Justin Turner thing that you guys were mentioning, uh, test positive mid-game, gets pulled, and then goes back out, takes pictures with the trophy without a mask on. That was kind of stupid. But, like, test positive mid-game, what does that mean? Like, he was playing the whole game, sitting on the dugout next to the whole guys for six innings, and then you're like, oh, no, yank him. What? Yeah, I mean, they they obviously that was the only course of action they had at that point. My, I, I was thinking. I don't know how, like, why are you waiting for tests to be positive or negative in the middle of games? I'm so, I was just so rattled by the whole situation. What happens if the Rays win that game? Yeah, right? I don't, right? What does happen? I don't think he play. he doesn't play in game seven. Yeah, definitely not. And, and and I don't know if the series could play within the next couple of days. They'd have to probably right. I don't know. Yeah, they, they sit got, in the dugout all day. They got really lucky. Major League Baseball got really lucky. The Dodgers won because they had a huge fucking issue on their hands. I wonder yeah. if uh, Manfred had a little bit of uh, talking to with Kevin Cash there, middle 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 game. They pull Blake Snell because yeah, like hey, I don't know Blake, Blake Snell. Snell. Oh, I don't know. Looks all great, shaky. God only knows who who knows. Uh, we'll get in, we'll get into college football recap. Um, I'll run through real quick our records from last week. So in games of the week, Godfather went one one and one. We all were terrible, by the way. Uh, Frankie one four and one. Mm. Johnny was two two and one. I was one three or one and three. So year to date, Godfather one one and one. Frankie seventeen twelve and one. Johnny 18, 15, and 2, and I am 18, 11, and 1. And our pick four is a little bit better. Frankie 3 and 1, 13, and 11 year to date. Johnny 3 and 1, 11, and 13 year to date. And I was 2 and 2, 14 and 10 year to date. Uh, full cards, Godfather was 3 and 1. Frankie 9, 12, and 1, 39, 51, and 1 year to date. Not great. Johnny 
positive day, 12-9-1, year-to-date 33-41-2. And, and I went 21-16-1 for my, what, what is that, 38 picks. And I'm now officially positive, 64-62-3. However, I think I started off the pod last week mentioning how I had a 10-unit teaser on the Tulsa USF over and Illinois plus, what was it? Like 27. 27, something like that. Oh, my God, does Illinois fucking suck. I know. I, I was about ready to kill myself. Yeah, that's not good. 45-7 loss to Wisconsin. We finally get, like, good Wisconsin offense. Graham Mertz, the freshman, looks great. And then he gets – See ya. Another one. Another one. Oh, my God. Or Wisconsin. Man, they just can't have anything good. So, we'll, we'll run down real quick, or I'll run down some of the games um, – that we had this past weekend. Clemson struggled early against Syracuse. They won 47-21. Louisville buries Florida State 48-16. Um, our Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, even without starting quarterback Grayson McCall, took care of business against Georgia Southern. So good. I hate to even bring this up, but Johnny, I mean, what the fuck happened? 38-27 loss to Rutgers. Up, oh, somebody got pulled over. Didn't they turn the ball over like seven times? Seven times. Yeah, you're, not, right. beating, you're I, not you're not beating anybody when you do that. I don't think Rutgers like shit on them. <laughs> no, I mean they actually MSU held them under 300 yards. You're yeah. just not gonna win if you turn it over times. It was infuriating. Obviously, it doesn't get any easier uh, for the new coach, but uh. I, don't, I mean, I think Rutgers, they, they have like 30 transfers. I think, I think they're going to be better than people think. I think oh, yeah. Shiano is going to recruit well, too. I mean, his defense, he has, I think, a Nebraska, a UCF, Ohio State, and Michigan on there as like the leaders. So, I mean, they, their over-under win total was one and a half. I mean, they could very well beat Indiana this week and get that over. So, I think Rutgers is going to surprise some people this year. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll touch on Rutgers here a little bit later. We had Ohio State's backup quarterback. Shout out to him with 18 seconds left scoring for the cover. That was beautiful. Um, UCF Tulane, th- these Tulane overs, man. I've, I've been trying to preach 51, 34, 85 total points. That was easy. Um, the Pokes won an ugly game against Iowa State, 24-21. Just a real shitty game. Uh, Tennessee sucks. Alabama killed them. Alabama every way covered. Um, Vata, All right. So go back ahead. to that a minute. So, I feel terrible for Jalen Waddle. Yeah, that's brutal. That is truly brutal. He'll probably. No, I, I think he'll probably. He'll probably still be a top ten pick. But I mean, it just that he he was so much fun to watch. How about Nick Saban uh, in his halftime interview, say almost blaming him a bit, saying, "Well, you, that's why you don't take the ball out uh, on kickoff returns when it's that deep." Uh, I, I know he's not the most uh, comforting and warm of guys out there, uh, but just bad looks there from uh, Coach Saban. Yeah, but you can't expect anything less to come out of Nick Saban's mouth than that. So it just. It's Nick Saban. Um, Indiana at home, 36-35 upset victory over number eight Penn State. Was was Penix in on the two-point conversion? 
What do we think? Yes. I don't. Um, every, every angle showed something different. Uh, because it was called uh, that he was in on the field, it wasn't going to get overturned. Uh, but I am convinced, looking from the side angle that they've used for everything since then, that the ball did cross the plane uh, right at about the same time that his knee touched down. So uh, you have to give that to him. Um, so I think that the refs made the best call that they could have in the situation, and that's not something that's going to get overturned. Uh, so I think that was the right call by the Big Ten officiating crew. Yeah, the fact that that's James Franklin right. stays a terrible coach. Yeah, yeah, he, man, not, 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 not for a, a dumbass. How, how are you not screaming at your running back to just fall? Yeah, yeah cost, absolute cost on the game. He's been um, bad for a while though. Yeah, I remember I went to uh, – I got to call my first ever football game, Kent State at Penn State, and some of the staffers up in the press box were like, yeah, we hope that we're not good this year so James Franklin gets fired. Huh. I'm pretty sure that was the same year that they went on to beat Ohio State, and then uh, I think they what? I think they beat Wisconsin and went to the Rose Bowl. Am I correct, Johnny? Was that the year with your boy McSorley? Yeah. Yes. They fuck him first off. Yeah, they beat – they came. They were down. They came back in the Big Ten championship and then blew like a seventeen-point lead in the Rose Bowl against USC. Oh yeah, I remember that. I had Penn State in that shit too. Um, the Cox, their cover streak is over. Fifty-two twenty-four loss to the Tigers. That was an ass whipping. We we all talked like, oh, Northwestern shouldn't be a double-digit favorite to anybody. And then they beat Maryland by 40. So, I don't know. If, like, but, like, when we were talking about the spread, too, we were like, all right, Maryland must just be that bad. And They were that bad. And they were. <laughs> but I don't or does, uh, does Fat Fitzgerald maybe have a team that's going to uh, cause some trouble in the Big Ten West this year? I don't think so. But I think Peyton Ramsey definitely makes that offense a lot more dynamic. I mean, he's been at Indiana the last couple of years. He had himself a pretty decent game, um, almost 50 yards on the ground and a touchdown. They ran for well over 200 yards, so that that absolutely helps. And they could get to Indy with all the with Wisconsin being pretty much done from qualifying for the Big Ten title. No shit. And they were there a couple of years ago against Ohio State, and actually were kind of competitive in that game. Yeah. So we'll see what happens on that side. And then the last game, which I could not have been more wrong about was the Cincy-SMU game. Godfather, I think, might have been the only one on Cincy. Yep. And that was an ass-whipping. Well, I was the only one on them, but I wasn't on them as hard as I guess I should have been. They absolutely demolished the ponies down in Dallas. Uh, and that's, you know, you're going to find this uh, for the next few weeks is I'm probably going to be riding them a little bit harder. So hopefully that doesn't uh, come crashing down anytime soon. But their defense is for real. Uh, and Desmond Ritter finally decided to uh, play football uh, this season. Uh, he had like a 95-yard touchdown run uh, on a read option in the third or fourth quarter that really put the game away. And uh, so I'm excited for them going forward. Uh, so hopefully they don't break my heart here soon. One other game that I forgot too, Michigan beat the piss out of uh, Minnesota. That was, that was the best Michigan's offense has looked under Jim Harbaugh. You will not tell me otherwise. I mean, Joe Milton looks really fucking good in that offense. Yeah, he's good. Really we'll good. see what they do against, like, an actual defense because Minnesota's defense was not good at all. 
but that was definitely an impressive performance to open the season. And Frankie texted me during the game saying that was like your favorite bet of the weekend. Yeah, I put a ridiculous amount of units on Michigan. I just, I, I think I talked about it on the pod too. I was just, just, I was just rolling with Harbaugh to start off this season. Like I said, Minnesota was rowing the boat all year last year and they were good, but like I just, that, that didn't seem repeatable to me. And, uh, three points was uh was a little less it was just good michigan michigan looked good um i didn't know much about the milton kid but i was very very impressed um so we'll see if they make any noise a couple other quick nuggets to mention this might be the first time all year and we never bet unders really except for maybe here and there on our pick fours all three of us hit our unders which almost they all big 10 uh, I had Auburn Ole Miss. Oh, okay. That was gutsy. Yeah. Well, I just didn't trust Auburn. And I, exactly hey, what happened. They're not going to score five and give up five. They scored five and gave up four, so it was perfect. Um, Kansas State beat the shit out of Kansas. I believe Kansas' overs are, what, 4-0-1 this year? So they may not be good, but they see just so many points. Um, and I think that's really it as far as the other games that I wanted to mention. But busy week in college football. We got another busy week this week. There's a, only a couple – I think there might only be one matchup of two ranked teams. But there are some kind of interesting lines out there. The first one is very interesting. Number 16, Kansas State at West Virginia. West Virginia, five-point favorites at home. This line has moved a point and a half in the last two days toward West Virginia. Opened at three and a half. It's up to five now. Total is 46. Am I missing something about Kansas State here? Yeah. Am I like, someone please explain to me why in the world they're not favored? It makes no sense. I, like, I am so confused. They have a similar opponent, Kansas State plus 41 against Kansas, West Virginia plus 21. So and, yeah, and Kansas scored, a, Kansas scored a late touchdown to make that closer, too against West Virginia. The only wins in the Big 12 for West Virginia this year are against 1-2 and two Baylor and Kansas. stinks. And I, the offense for West Virginia is so bad. What's I, the question? Daigie? Is that his yeah, name? Yeah, our boy. He's horrendous. From, from Bowling Green. Former Bowling Green transfer from back in the Mike Jenks air raid days. He couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat, uh, but has turned himself into – uh, a subpar career at West Virginia? <laughs> not great. He was good in the MAC, but not so much in the Big 12. Nope, he um, wasn't good in the MAC either. <laughs> Chris Kleinman. Uh, debatably worse. Yeah, probably. Uh, Chris Kleinman has covered four straight and has two wins as double-digit underdogs this year. So, give me, give me the dogs. I'll take Kansas State plus the five. Yeah, I'll take them plus the five as well. Um, <laughs> if I had to guess. Give me, their, give me the money line. Plus 165. What were you saying, Johnny? Oh, if I had to guess why the line is this, it's because I think books usually they give a home team three points just in the matter of being home. And then I think – I don't think people know really what to make of Kansas State's new quarterback yet. Um, I know it was – they beat the shit out of Kansas, but, I mean, that's not really saying much. So, I agree with you guys, though. Kansas State, I think – Climate's going to try and do whatever it takes to get his 
this young quarterback comfortable. I, I, I will not bet on West Virginia the rest of the year unless it's unless probably. Well, they already played Baylor, so that's out the window. But I don't know, just Jared Daggy cover sucks. against Kansas either. Yeah, Jared Daggy sucks. Um, I, this feels like kind of like a trap line if you're going to bet West Virginia. Uh, I think Kansas, Kansas State's defense is fucking solid too. So uh, give me the Wildcats uh, money line, and then I like that over as well. This is, to me, one of those stupid Big 12 games where you think that you're smarter than the odds makers in Vegas, oh, but they know, they, they know more than we do. And West Virginia has no business being favored over Kansas State, but I, I'm going to stay away from this game, and I'm telling everyone at home to stay away from this game as well. But this is one of those stupid Big 12 games where they cannibalize each other, and I think West Virginia pulls this one out. Oh, there's money to be made on that money line if you want to take a dive in the deep end. I don't think that's a bad bet at all. Um, second game, Texas at number six, Oklahoma State. Pokes are three-and-a-half-point favorites for the second week in a row. Total is 58-and-a-half. Frankie, did you watch any of this game? Did you like what you saw out of Spencer Sanders? He's okay. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the time off, but I, I, I was expecting a lot better. Um, I think that he's okay, though. He's much better than Illingsworth or whatever that fucking kid is who runs with a piano on his back. Um, but, I, but I like the fucking pokes here. Um, I'll never bet on Can or Texas again, so that's why. What Frankie said, uh, pokes minus three and a half. I, I, hope they, I hope they beat the shit out of – That might be Texas. one of my easier bets. I think – I don't like – PM people are giving our uh, – I'm hearing a lot of Texas may have found, like, figured out their defense. They play Baylor. Yeah, fuck that. You can't, you can't figure out your defense take. against Baylor. I promise you that. <laughs> also, I think the pressure is on Tom Herman because in the recruiting world, he just lost the number one recruit in 2022, who happens to be the number one quarterback. And he lost the I, – four-star, like, top 100 receiver out of Austin, which if you don't know how to <laughs> that's, that's, that's where that's where University of Texas is. So, I mean, Herman, I think Herman, if he loses this game, is a dead, I think he's a dead man walking regardless. But, I mean, if he doesn't win this game, uh, the, uh, the UT boosters are uh, they're going to start throwing, getting their checkbook ready for Urban Meyer. And don't the don't the Pokes own this series too? Like don't they kick the shit out of Texas all the time? I don't feel like Texas in, wins this game much. In recent memory, yes. Right? Like I just don't think Texas wins this game, at least at, at least since Brandon Whedon's been there, and that's been a number of years now. Right. Um, this line opened at minus four and it's moved down to minus three and a half. I just don't see how Oklahoma State doesn't cover that minus three and a half. I don't see it either. Yeah, so Pokes, pokes in uh, Stillwater, uh, Texas. This, uh, unless Tom Herman pulls it out because he's fighting for his job, but this could be his last, uh, his last weekend as head coach of the Longhorns. I don't think that Oklahoma State's played the best schedule yet. They're only giving up like twelve points a game. Yeah. Like no one is scoring on them. They have the only defense in the Big Twelve. <laughs> Literally, like that, and they're gonna beat people like that. Like that's just. And now Sanders back, right? So, yo, Tua's brother's the Maryland quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know he transferred there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he sucks. Yeah, he sucks. 
<laughs> so it just flashed across here too that Texas has lost six straight games against AP top ten ranked opponents. Jeez, like give me like that's a yeah. hand, man. That's one of the easier bets of the weekend, I think. Give me an yeah. alternate line at oh. minus six. Yeah, right. Yeah. I like that too. Come on. Johnny's lagging since he's in a car. I love it. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna do Loved alternate talk. I'm gonna do verbal meme that oh shit, here we go again meme. Because I love Texas. Oh god. <laughs> you fucking uh, hey. Hey, if uh, if Texas wins this, are they back? Why? Wait, why do you love Texas? How does that make any sense? I love Texas. I don't just know. Cut, like, just that's the first thing you wake up in the morning, you're like, Texas. No, I literally, last Sunday before our little talk about, hold on, wait. Shout out ESPN's graphic team, Minnesota plus 18 and a half. Shit, yeah, that would be a pretty easy bet. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. Jesus. Uh before we had our big conference call last Sunday for our NFL picks, I was talking with Johnny, and we were talking about this game. And I told you, no, stop, stop asking that fucking question. I, I, lo- I love Texas. I'm going to take Texas. I, I have more faith in Sam Ellinger than I do that Oklahoma State's defense continues to do what they've been doing. Um, Texas is averaging 45 a game. So what about the defense of Texas? I don't, I don't think Oklahoma State's offense is that good. Who cares? They're playing Texas defense. <laughs> I, I like Texas. And th- this is – talked about the Big 12 cannibalizing itself. They have no faith or they have no reason for a team to be in the playoff this year. So that ends this weekend when the Pokes go down. And I've bet on Oklahoma State so many times and they fucked me every single time this year. So fuck that. I'm going the opposite. Give me Texas in a battle for who I will bet on for the rest of the year. Whoever wins this game is who I will continue to bet on. The other one is officially dead. Um, In our last game, the final – or the only ranked game of the weekend, number three, Ohio State, at number 18, Penn State. Ohio State is minus 11. Total is 64-and-a-half. I think – what's his name? Noah Kane is that Penn State's running back who's now out for the season. So they're, yep. missing, they're missing their top two guys. I don't know. And I didn't watch a whole lot of the Indiana game, but I watched enough Penn State over the last two years to know Sean Clifford fucking blows. And Will Levis isn't any good either. They're both fucking garbage. Um, this, this game is massive that it's being played under Corona times because I think if there was a whiteout, this line might be like minus eight, minus seven and a half. Yep. Something like that. But no fans, it's huge. I know Ohio State started slow last week. They won't do it again. Uh, Ohio State first quarter minus three and a half. Ohio State first half minus seven. Ohio State game minus 11. And give me the over as well, 64 and a half. I agree completely with, completely with you. Ohio State's going to win this game by at least two touchdowns. I would hammer that minus 11 uh, for everyone at home. Uh, didn't didn't like some of my earlier bets as much, but this one is a complete lock, Ohio State minus 11. And we're not an Ohio State podcast, by the way, but the Bucs are going to take this one no no problem. Also, this line has moved down two points in the last two days. It was at 13. It's down to 11 now. And I think, Johnny, you have it at 10.5? Yeah. I'm on every bet you said. I don't I don't know about the over. I mean, Ohio – I don't know. Like you said, I don't think – 
I don't know, dude. Sean Clifford fucking sucks. He, he missed some he missed a lot of easy throws last week against Indiana. He has, I mean, he has two incredible targets. Pat Fryermuth, who is apparently being anointed the term baby gronk. I mean, he really hasn't showed me that much. And then that's like they have the one good receiver. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Ohio State wins by like 17 or more. I think they're going to, I think Ryan Day is going to fucking destroy them. And I mean, James Franklin, I think his seat, if they lose, his seat's going to fucking, it's his seat's going to be hot. And if they lose by like three touchdowns. I think this is the, I said it last week about the SMU Cincy game, which I was completely wrong on. But I honest to God think that this is one of the easiest bets of the weekend is Ohio State. Oh yeah. yeah, I like oh, yeah. I like the first half minus the seven, and then the game minus eleven. I, it's, these guys are so good. Like Justin Fields, all right. I, I don't know if he's gonna throw an incompletion. I mean, I bet the under <laughs> on incompletion. <laughs> like this is uh, um, they're just gonna they're gonna score fucking forty five, and Penn State is just not. They're just not gonna. So this this is gonna kind of give away something for later that I'm gonna say, but. Penn State only allowed 211 yards of offense and still find a way to give up 36 points. Like, you're not giving up 200 yards to Ohio State, I promise. Penn State is just not good. Not good at all. Um, so, we'll go into pick fours. Frank, why don't you kick us off with our uh, pick fours? Um, my pick fours? Um, let's see here. Uh, my favorite, um, I love Virginia Tech against Louisville. I don't – I don't. That's it's minus three and a half. I don't really like Louisville very much. Um, I think that they don't score at all. Um, and I think three and a half is a little small there. So I like the, uh, the Hokies there. Um, my, my dog is still Kansas State plus the five. Like, that's super easy there. Um, my over is Temple Tulane over 59 and a half. Temple's last three games, 70, 76, 60. Tulane's last three games, 85, 71, 80. Over 59. Thank you. Uh, and I'll go Purdue, Illinois, under 57 and a half. No way Illinois scoring like 10. <laughs> that game might not even happen. Yeah, I think Illinois had some positive tests. Isn't that what you said? Then does that yeah. count as a hit for the under? Yeah. <laughs> Technically <laughs> zero points were scored. Because <laughs> I'm not picking it. I hate unders no more. Johnny, are you in a good place to read, or do you have your <laughs> memorized here? <laughs> Can you read? Can you read? Oh, yeah. I'm good. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Favorite. I completely agree with uh, Frankie on Virginia Tech. Yeah. Uh, shout out Barstool Pick'em. I agree. I think Big Caterico said about the Louis. This is kind of a sucker line just because Louisville beat the living shit out of Florida State last week. Um, Virginia yeah. Tech, I mean, I – I mean, you guys know from last year we, when we watched that Virginia Tech-Virginia oh. game together at the bar in person. I mean, I've probably been – aside from maybe Alabama and Ohio State, I've probably been suckered into more Virginia Tech yeah, bets than the normal human. I love the Hokies. Yeah. Um, so, they're my favorite. My dog, I'm buying into the hype. I got Rutgers plus 13 and a half against Indiana. Uh, this could very – Rutgers could very well get their doors blown off, which just shows how bad MSU is. But I don't – I believe in Greg Schiano. Uh, they're a very good defensive team. I think their defense might be better than Penn State's too. And, I mean, they – their offense sucked. 
So give me Rutgers plus 13 and a half as my, uh, as my dog, my over kind of a ballsy pick here. I'm going over 45 in Northwestern and Iowa. Oh my God. This, <laughs> I think I, this, the, I think that because of how explosive Northwestern's offense is, I was going to have to score to keep up. I know Iowa, I was, a, I was, a, I, <laughs> what does that even mean? Are you drinking and driving right now? <laughs> The explosive Northwestern offense. Dude, they looked good. I mean, Grand Maryland Maryland. sucked. (laughs) I don't – this game, it's going to be 31-24. Over's going to cash. Love it. I don't – granted, it'll probably be 16-10 with 18 (laughs) punts. But, hey, I'm willing to live and die with this. And then my under is going to be in Missouri, Florida. Because I think Florida being off for a while matters. And Missouri runs – I think Missouri runs the ball like 60% of the time. And I feel like that total's a little high for a Florida team that hasn't played in, what, like three weeks? That's at 61 and a half. Granted, I'm sure Kyle Trask will throw for like eight touchdowns and – kill that but I, I just don't I, I this is more so just a bet because I don't know what Florida is going to look like do you have a pick for uh, uh, Godfather or just your I got, cards I just got my regular card for the right. week keeping well, it simple on. again I'll run through mine and then we'll let right. you off the full card my favorite Notre Dame minus 20 at Georgia Tech Georgia Tech fucking sucks oh, um, Notre Dame just hung 45 on Pitt and like I said, Georgia Tech is one of the best – or one of the worst defenses in the country. This game will be over by halftime, which is – I have a lot of first quarter, first half bets on Notre Dame. Uh, my dog, I'm with you, Johnny. I like Rutgers plus the 13 against Indiana. Both teams coming off big emotional wins. But like I said, Indiana's offense, 211 yards for 36 points. Granted, seven turnovers won't happen again for Rutgers, but I just – I have a hard time believing that they're going to replicate that kind of offense of output in terms of points with the offensive output in terms of yardage. So I do like Rutgers and that kid from Nebraska that transferred in there at quarterback. I like that kid a lot. So give me Rutgers plus a 13, the over, like, I don't, I don't understand the temple Tulane line. At I don't it makes no sense. Tulane overs, they're five Oh and one myself betting them. I'm six and Oh, both teams average over 32 a game, and they're both allowing over 35 a game. So over 70 in the last three. Temple throws for almost 300 a game, and that's where Tulane's defense is the worst. And Tulane runs for almost 200 a game, uh, a game, and that's where Temple's defense is the worst. This is literally a match made in, in heaven for the over. So I love yeah. that. And then I'm on the same under as you, Frankie, the Purdue, Illinois, under 57. I don't have a single under on my card, so this is the only one that I could pick out. Yeah. Uh, no Rondell Moore again for Purdue. And Illinois, as we said before, their offense was fucking abysmal. They're not scoring two touchdowns. Yeah, so I like the under there, 57 and a half. Even like 28-21. Yes. We still win. So <laughs> – I don't see how that game gets over 57 and a half. Even like, even like 30, 20, even if someone gets 30, we're still yeah. okay. 30, 31, 21. Even right, 30, right. 31, they're still, and no way they're more than that much. No, not a chance. So I like that under. 
Uh, go ahead, Godfather. Kick us off with your full card. Uh, and just another quick four picks. Uh, you guys know how uh, – well, I wasn't super confident in them last week against uh, Southern Methodist, but Cincinnati proved that they have a really good defense. They're uh, at home against Memphis this week. So uh, back at Nippert, Cincinnati, uh, they lost twice to Memphis last year uh, for the Amer- uh, in the regular season and for the American title. Well, Mike Norvell has moved on to Browner Pastures at Florida State. I really like Cincinnati here. I got them at minus four when the line opened. It's currently at minus six and a half. I still think that's a safe play. I would go with the Bearcats minus six and a half if you can get that. Uh, my next one, I'm preaching to the choir. Uh, Tulane Temple. Uh, it opened at 54 and a half. Currently at 59. I think there's going to be at least 75 points scored in that game. That was definitely going to hit. Yeah, I don't know what anyone was thinking. It opened at 54, 54 and a half. Now at 59, a little bit more accurate, but that's still going to get demolished. Was that uh, Son- Randy Gregory or like Alvin Smith or Josh Gordon or someone like that? That <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Someone. Someone who is absolutely high. <laughs> uh, Central, my next one, Central Florida at Houston. Dana Holgerson sucks. Central Florida's trying to save their season. This one opened at minus two where I got it at. Uh, it's minus three right now, I believe. Again, still a safe play. Go with the goal, or, uh, the Black Knights at minus three. And then my last one, Alabama, minus 34. Uh, I believe the game's in Tuscaloosa, if I'm not mistaken, against Mississippi State. Alabama is going to win this game by 50 points. Mississippi State is not going to cross the 50-yard line. So Alabama minus 34, that is an absolute lock. And because we're not going to uh, be able to talk to any of the listeners before this coming week, any action game you have next week, bet the over. <laughs> And I was and the flashes. I was gonna say this. Yeah, yeah, I'll save it till the end. I'll I'll give my <laughs> information at the end. Johnny, can you look at your like? You need me to stall here for you. Or are you in a good spot? No, sir. No, sir. We're in a we're in a good spot. Go right ahead. All right. So, card's kind of small just because I've sucked ass at college football, and I'm much better on Sundays. First bet. Virginia plus seven and a half against North Carolina. Kind of a ballsy pick. I don't like North Carolina. Uh, Sam Howell, he's inconsistent. Uh, I just – Virginia played Clemson. I mean, granted, they still lost by a decent amount but uh, when they played Clemson. But the gap between Clemson and other uh, teams in the ACC is pretty big. So, I like Virginia to cover the plus seven and a half. I like Clemson first half against BC. I know – Oh, I can't believe we've gotten this far without even mentioning that Trevor Lawrence tested positive for the cocoa. Uh, he's for now out 10 days, but I believe if he is good by next week, he, uh, he has the, I think he'll, he'll be able to come back and play in their game at Notre Dame, which is a huge game in the ACC considering Notre Dame can play for the ACC title this year. Uh, I still think their backup is better than, B, like, BC. I think they're going to beat the doors off. But I like them to cover the first half and not the game. I believe I've, I have the first half, I think, around 13 and a half. So, give me them. Uh, like uh, I said at the beginning, uh, Virginia Tech. And also, you can give me that over 67 and a half as well. Uh, Virginia Tech's going to score. And I think just 
by nature. Louisville attempts attempt to stay in the game is going to have to score as well. I, I, I hate this pick, but I'm more so doing it because Georgia Tech sucks. Give me uh, Notre Dame minus 21, and you can give me first half as well. Georgia Tech is an absolute joke. Uh, I hate Notre Dame. I don't like Ian Book. I don't like Brian Kelly, but this is more so just a principal bet because I I can't stand missing out on another game where George, I think Georgia Tech might be all right, and then they get their doors blown off. So give me the Irish minus three touchdowns. Um, Ohio State, every way possible. Every way possible. Uh, Purdue minus seven and a half. Illinois blows. I'm glad I didn't do that teaser. Sorry to hear that for you square. And then last bet. I guess I don't know if this is going to be the last bet. But give me the over in Oklahoma, Texas Tech. This game always has shootout written over it. Surprise, it's only 66 and a half. Spencer Rattler is going to absolutely dice up the Red Raider defense. Uh, shout out Godfather. Spencer Rattler is going to be a stud. And I can't believe Three I'm going to do this. And I, my last two bets, LSU minus one and a half on the road at Auburn. Principal Becks, I hate Bo Nix. And then I can't believe I'm doing this, but the last – Last thing on my card is the over in TCU Baylor. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my. Uh, I couldn't tell you why, but uh, I just, I, it, the number seems too low. It's the Big 12. They have to score. It's the Big 12. They have to score. I mean, I uh, guess we'll find uh, out. I don't know. I don't know. Card. All right, Frankie, go ahead. All right. Um, Kansas State plus the five and the money line. Oklahoma State minus the three and a half. Ohio State first half. Ohio State game. Um, the over Temple Tulane over 59 and a half. Uh, under 57 and a half. Purdue, Illinois. Um, Coastal minus three and a half. Addicted. Addicted. Just no other words. Give me another win there. Minus three and a half at Georgia State. Um, Godfather, I fucking love Cincinnati this week. I fucking love Cincinnati against Memphis. Um, I, I found it at minus seven. Um, so, I'll, so I'll take that. I really like Cincinnati. Um, I like over 59 and a half in Wake and Syracuse. Um, I think Wake just scores a fuck ton of points. So I think I can get to 60 there. Um, UCF Houston over 82 and a half principal bet. Um, LSU minus one and a half at Auburn. Fuck Bo Nix. Uh, we already touched on the um, – Hokies minus three and a half at Louisville. Um, Bama first half minus the 20. Bama minus 31 against Mississippi State. Like, that's just going to be another wagon game. Um, I kind of like Arkansas plus 13 and a half against Texas A&M. Oh, add that to my card. I, yeah, I, I kind of like fucking Arkansas. So, I think they stay with – I think they can stay within two touchdowns there against A&M. A&M, in all of their wins, I don't think they've beaten any. Like, they beat Vanderbilt, like, 17-12. They beat Florida, 51-48. Like, they haven't really been stomping anybody. Um, so, give me the plus 13 and a half there for the Razorbacks. Um, give me first half, BYU minus the 18 and a half. I think they just crush Western Kentucky. Shout out Rico Bosco. Um, 
Oh, then, you're a rider now. <laughs> and I, and I, uh, Johnny, I love the Tar Heels against Virginia. I, Virginia, since they, beat, since they beat Duke, they haven't scored more than like 22 points in a game. I think Carolina's scoring at least 40. So um, I'll take oh. the Tar Heels minus the seven. Okay, so I think it's 42 plays here. I didn't count, but I'll Jesus Christ, that was 20. <laughs> I agree with you on Clemson. That DJ Ugalele or however the fuck you pronounce his last name, that kid's really good. He was the number one quarterback recruit. They're not going to be as explosive, but you still have ETN. I think that offense slows down a little bit, but not a whole lot. So I like them first half minus 14. I like the first half over 30 and a half, and I like the full game over 58 and a half. Absolutely on Coastal again, minus three and a half, and that over 60 and a half. Grayson McCall is back this week, so they will roll. Ooh, it's 60? Give me that, too. Um, Georgia, minus 17.5 against Kentucky. I'm pretty sure Joey Gatewood is playing quarterback, and he's no better than Terry Wilson for Kentucky. Kentucky fucking blows. And I, I haven't seen anything for sure, but I think JT Daniels is probably going to end up starting for Georgia. Oh, what's that so line? 17? Give me Georgia, minus 17.5. They're, they're also a prime tease candidate, if anyone's yes. interested in that. Um, Kansas State plus the five. I'm not going to put the money line on here, but I will sprinkle it. I actually like Memphis plus the seven. I'm going to sprinkle the money line against Cincy. I'm going to keep betting against Cincinnati until I look like a genius. <laughs> I, I just don't think they're that good. Um, I like that over 257. Yes, go ahead, Godfather. What do you have to say? You might be sitting here on January 1st still acting like an asshole about that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we didn't talk about this game mainly because Johnny and I can go on for hours. This Michigan-Michigan State game. Fuck, oh, dude. The line has dropped. Yeah, help me out, actually, here. I don't know. I'm it's, gone, it's gone from 24.5 to 21.5. I think that's indicative of that number being far too big to open up anyway. Um, it's a, not, I'm not touching the spreads at all. I like the first half over 27.5, and I like the full game over 51. Give me Temple Tulane over 59. Talked about that. Give me Wake Syracuse over 60. I'm on, uh, on that with you, Frankie. Principal, UCF Houston over 82 and a half. You have to do it. Troy, Arkansas State over 69 and a half. Again, Arkansas State is one of the five best teams in overs. In nice. So far. Yeah, good pick. Give me Rutgers plus 13 and the Indiana Rutgers over 53. Notre Dame first quarter minus six and a half. Notre Dame first half minus 10 and a half. Notre Dame game minus 20 and their team total <laughs> over 40 and a half against Georgia. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, Give me – this is my fuck it, along with the principal over. App State minus 31 against UL Monroe. UL Monroe's 0-6 this year, and they're 1-5 against the spread. This could very easily be 48 to nothing. Oh so give me God. App State minus – they already lost 48 to nothing this year. So give me App State minus 31. I like the Ole Miss Vandy over 63.5. That number is far too low for Ole Miss. So I really like that over. Texas plus 3.5. I'm ready to be hurt again. Give me Boise minus 14. That team is good. Boise State is real good. And I like that over 49 as well. They're going to score. Um, Bama first quarter minus 8.5. Bama first quarter team total over 10.5. Bama first half minus 20. Bama team total first half over 26.5. The first half over 35 and the full <laughs> over 63.5. Like there's no way I lose the first half team total over and the full first half over. There, there's just absolutely no way I lose both. Not a chance. I don't know who that is. Unmute yourself. I'm on Tinder. I was showing you how hot she was. <laughs> yeah, I'd right on that. Um, 
I actually disagree with Johnny. I like the Mizzou, Florida over 61. Trask is going to put up points, and that defense is abysmal. I already gave out Ohio State first quarter and first half. I also like the first half team total over 19 and a half there. Mm-hmm. Um, I already gave out the first half over, I think, as well, over 33. Ohio State minus 11 and the over 64 and a half. I like the UNC Virginia over 62. Is it higher now? Did I miss that? I don't know. What is What is it? The I have it at 62. Okay, 62. I just wanted to make sure I had the right number there. Uh, I like BYU first half as well, Frankie, minus 18 and a half. And then I like that first half over 28 and a half as well. All I need is 28-3 there to get us that over. So that'll do it for this week's college football. Real quick, we'll recap last week's NFL picks. The Godfather. Actually, hold on. Let me get it here. Uh, games of the week, Frankie, 2-2, two and 11-14 two, and 14 year to date. Johnny, 3-2, and 15-17 and 17 year to date. And myself, I was 4-2, and 15-14 and 14 year to date. Our pick four is Frankie, 3-1, 13-10 and 1 year to date. Johnny, 1-3, 15-9 year to date. And I was 1 as well, 15-8 and 1 year to date. Full cards, Godfather, 3-0, and oh, perfect clean sweep. That was beautiful. Had the Lions, Packers, and Bucks. Frankie, 5-5, five and 23-32-2 five, and two overall year to date. Bad week for Johnny, 7-14, and 31-38-2 year to date, and I want 7-7-1, seven, 45-37-5 seven year to date. You had 21 NFL bets last week? Johnny did, yeah. Damn. I didn't even, I didn't even realize I had 21 bets. <laughs> yeah, you kept adding things. You guys have fucking issues, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Took you this long to figure that out? Yeah, no. So we'll run through real quick. What a fucking win for the Browns. Holy oh, shit. Yeah! Hey, before we go any further, um, in our private group message, I said some very mean things about Baker Mayfield. Um, I was wrong. I want to put that out there. Uh, he silenced the haters and especially silenced me. Uh, I just want to admit to everyone that I was an asshole last week in Baker. I won't say anything mean in the first half of this game, week's game. Beautiful. No way. No way. You, you because he's definitely listening to this podcast. Yes, absolutely. So the I, first incompletion, you're, I'm, I'm getting a Josh Allen text. That's a fact. <laughs> 21 straight completions. The only incompletion he had was a spike. But quick side note, a big fuck you to Cody Parkey because I had three and a half. I pushed on our pod picks, but I had three and a half on my oh, actual like betting card. That oh, fucking no. douchebag missed the extra point at the end. Yeah, he's so bad, Mr. Double Doink himself. The Falcons found yet another way to lose. <laughs> Todd Gurley falls into the end zone when he shouldn't have. Falcons lose 23-22 on a last-second touchdown from Matt Stafford. The Saints and Panthers, 27-24. That game was close. I think we kind of talked about that Sunday morning. Not that that matters to anyone here. But we all kind of like the over and the Panthers plus the points as well. The Bills looked fucking horrific. I bet the Bills every single way, and that fucked me. 18-10, win over the Jets. Yikes. Um, F-word square? Oh, yeah. I'll talk about it later. The, uh, the football team beat the boys – we got Gucci Danucci, or however the fuck you want to say his name, starting at quarterback. Uh, Johnny, you were all over that. You were all over the football team. Their defense isn't Mortal. Bad. Mortal. 
The Packers were so easy. They beat oh. the, uh, the Texans. That was easy as fuck. I think we all like the Steelers. Steelers' money line was easy. Tampa hung 45 on the Raiders. The Patriots got the shit kicked out of them. 33-6 to six at yeah. home against San Fran. Just like five I think they suck. I think they suck. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, the Chiefs in the snow hung 43 on Denver, 43-16. The Chargers and the Jags played just an incredibly interesting game, 39-29 victory for the Chargers. And then the Seawards, they are officially the Cardinals again, right, Johnny? They're back. So the Cardinals beat the Seahawks 37-34. And was, that was a game. That was one of the most maddening games I've ever watched. Just pissed me off so much. Uh, we need to talk about how DK Metcalf was made in a fucking lab. Yeah. Holy shit. shit. Running down Buda Baker, that was insane. That was one of the oh, most incredible uh, football players I think I've ever seen. I also have to shout out Kyler Murray and Tyler Lockett for fantasy. Not that anyone cares. <laughs> yeah, uh, Murray Christmas had themselves a week last week. I'll just <laughs> – and then the Monday night game was the Rams-Bears. I was right about the over. The Bears are fucking bad, though. Mm. Just not good. The only touchdown they scored was on defense. Brutal game. Not great at all. So, we'll get into this week's picks. First game of the week, which is by far the best game of this week. Steelers at Ravens. Ravens minus four. Total is 46.5. The battle of... Who do we hate the most at this current juncture as Browns fans? Who is that? Does anybody want to say who they hate? Who they hate more at this point? Baltimore. Logically, logically speaking, Pittsburgh hasn't really been a rival to the Browns since the franchise came back to Cleveland because of Baltimore. We hate Baltimore more. So who wins the battle of shitheads here? Baltimore minus four. <laughs> Okay, coming off a bye. I kind of like that. Um, the Ravens last year at this point were averaging 205 yards rushing per game. This year they're averaging 164.3 yards rushing per game. So it's 40 yards less. Will the bye week help? I don't know because the Steelers defense, they only allow 68.8 yards rushing per game currently. So Steelers ground defense, really good. Only 19.7 points per game. This is going to come down to can Bud Dupree and TJ Watt get to Lamar or is he going to be able to escape out of the pocket and do some things with his legs? Because he's going to have to make plays on the ground if they're going to win this game. They just can't run the ball right now. And they have almost no playmakers, pass catchers, aside from Mark Andrews and like half of Hollywood Brown if he's healthy. They worked good for me last week. I'm going to go back to the wall. I'm going to go back. I'm going to take Steelers plus four. I kind of like the Ravens. Oh, this is nice. Are you getting pulled over? Nope. Damn it. Damn. Some <laughs> drunk college kid probably in that ambulance. So you kind of like Those the Ravens? Days. Yeah, uh, I, kinda, I don't know why. Because the Steelers are so much better than the Ravens are, I think. So I think that – I mean, I think that's the Ravens then. I don't know. <laughs> I think – so I'll take Ravens minus four. I made a rash decision. Um, I really didn't think about how good that front seven of Pittsburgh is. Really good. Switch me around. I think the Steelers plus four. Steelers money line. Wow. Just going to go out there and go money line. 
I don't Lamar Jack I I, I Lamar Jackson throw throw a fucking football before I bet on you. I mean I'm gonna bet on you when you play like shit teams, but I mean this is a good Steelers defense that uh, if I remember correctly in the past, I don't I don't know if the Lamar's done particularly well against them, but I just Steelers defense is a fucking wagon. I, I think it's going to come down to the defenses, but I mean, event like Big Ben's going to make plays. The dude's a fucking redwood tree. When he gets hit, he just falls. Nobody hears it. <coughs> Jesus. But uh, yeah, Steelers money line. I like it. Second game: 49ers at the Seahawks. Seahawks are minus three. The total is fifty-three and a half. I said it last week. I think the Seahawks, with the Bills being F-words, I think the Seahawks are getting really close to being the Bills of the NFC. Outside of week one against the Falcons, the Seahawks have yet to beat anybody by more than one score. They've given up 28.7 points per game and have given up 26 or more in four or five games since playing the Falcons week one. Defense is not going to be able to sustain that over the long run. Um, San Fran was left for dead after the Philly and Dolphins games. They've bounced back. They beat the Rams and the Pats. I really, honest to God, have no gauge on who's going to win this game, but I do like the over. Seahawks overs are typically pretty mortal. Um, and the Seahawks have scored 27 or more in every single game. I just don't know if San Fran's going to be able to run the ball effectively and then them still be able to get to 54. But I'm still – my favorite bet in this game has to be the over. If gone to my head, if you asked me to pick a side, I'd probably take San Fran plus the three, but I'm just sticking with the over. Um, I like uh, I like Seattle minus the three. Um, I, I Russell Wilson after a big national TV like crazy game that he lost. I like Russell Wilson in the next game following that. Um, but did you watch how bad that offensive line was? Oh yeah. Stretch? Oh yeah. I watched. And then no Carson. No hide, maybe. I like him minus the three. That's that's Russell Wilson shit. When I don't, I to me, I the the these this game isn't going to be a blowout, and I like the Seahawks to win the game, so I'll take the minus three. I don't think you have to overthink this one. Uh, Hawks minus three. It's Russell Wilson. That's that's the logic. That's that that's it. Hawks minus three. Uh, this is and if, a, uh, and, if, and, if, and if Sam Fran looks real fucking good, then they're back. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, if Sam Fran looks real good, Seattle scores like 20 points, Sam Fran wins this game like 34-20, Sam Fran's back, and they're, and they're a contender for, to go to the NFC Championship again. Even without Bosa and Mozart back. Like, they're just well-coached and just really deep everywhere. So, Hawks minus three. If I'm wrong, then San Francisco is probably real good. Real good. And I like the over, 53 and a half, too. Take a loan out and throw it on the Seahawks. <laughs> I think I, – I don't – for some reason, I think they're going to blow the doors off of them. I don't know why. I couldn't – I could not give you any logic. Probably because I'm tired of getting fucked by Jimmy G. But, uh, I don't know. I think Seahawks win this game by double digits. I don't know. I hope you guys are right. I have DK Metcalf in fantasy, so it would be nice for him to have a bounce-back game. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Game three, this is a Johnny Parlay special here. He picked this game. 
Cowboys <laughs> at Eagles. Eagles minus 11. The total is 43. I mean, this How is this? a legit fuck game right here. How is this the game, uh, game of the week for us, team? I don't – because, Johnny, you picked it. You start. Yeah, baby, birds! <laughs> Every way, quarter, half, game. They are going to blow the doors off of Dallas. I don't care if it's Gucci Danucci. I'm in on the birds. Birds every way. Give me the over two. The, the line is at minus 11 right now, Philadelphia. Yep. If Philadelphia can score 12 points, they will cover that. Uh, <laughs> De- who's, who's playing quarterback for uh, Dallas? And Gucci Danucci. Gucci Danucci. Um. Like my Alabama pick, uh, Mississippi State is not going to cross the 50. I'm not sure Dallas crosses the 50 in this game. Uh, I don't like the Eagles. They're bad. Sorry, hey. Frankie. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> Eagles minus 11. <laughs> All right, resident Birds fan. I Yeah, uh, just give me the over. You can't talk me into – the Eagles beating anybody by fucking 11. And you definitely can't talk me into them beating by anyone by fucking like seven. So I'll go over 43 here. Maybe Danucci gets a nice little 17 points. I don't know. I, it's, do you guys really think the birds are going to beat this team by more than 10? Oh, I have absolutely no faith. They tied the Bengals. Oh, they're, they're going to destroy them. It's, it's going to be a bloodbath. They're going to destroy them. Last, last week I said, like, the – Dude, 10's a lot of points. The money line for the Jags as big underdogs wouldn't be an awful bet, and they look good through the first half. I kind of honestly would say the same thing about the Cowboys in this game. For whatever reason, I don't know. I think they're going to come out and they're going to actually play halfway decent. Like – no with that, shot. With that being said, I will not bet on them. <laughs> well, but you the, can't after the 25 to 3. And I really have nothing to say because I think the Cowboys could come out and it could be like a super competitive like 28-24 game or it could be like 28-3 Philly. So I don't I don't want to bet the over. The only thing I'm going to take is the Eagles team total over 27 and a half. That's really the only thing I feel comfortable with. Dallas has already shown. Dallas has already shown that the rest of the team is not going to step up when someone needs to step up. We saw that when Andy Dalton came in for the uh, for Dak Prescott. Now Andy Dalton's out. The team has already shown that they they're not they either aren't going to step up or they don't have the personnel to step up and make a difference. Frankie, how confident are you? Scale one to ten right now that the Birds win this division. Do they win the division? Yes. Yeah, um, well, Ben DiNucci's not winning the division. Um, the Giants aren't winning the division. But, like, hey. the, the football team has already beaten us. And I don't know how many more wins we're going to have than them. So, my confidence level, right, I, I mean, I will guess I'll take – I guess I like the birds like, like a nice, like, 70% here, maybe. Okay, what, what – Oh, I'm 95 what if I what if I say the words Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback Jameis Winston? Oh, that's a cowboy. Cowboys might not lose a game. The Cowboys should one thousand percent trade for Jameis. The Cowboys might not lose a game ever again if they have Jameis Winston. If there's a formerly mobile quarterback sitting on his couch right now who would love a shot, but uh, 
Jerry Jones probably wouldn't go that route. I threw for 5,000 yards. No, I think he's talking about Johnny Football. No, I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, mentioning him and Jerry Jones in the same sentence is uh, – that's interesting. Um, run through pick four real quick. I have the Titans minus seven at Cincinnati. Tough loss, and the Bengals are coming off an absolute heartbreaker. I think Joe Burrow is missing either four or all five of his starting offensive linemen. He's going to get fucking <laughs> killed this weekend. No mixing again either. So I like the text. Or we the, talk about uh, Joe Burrow real quick. That guy's so good. Yeah, he's really good. We talk about him every week. I think, I think I say that every week. Like, can we just talk about him real quick? But, like, that guy is so good. And he, like, the Bengals are so terrible. He just, like, he looks a thousand times better. T. Higgins is my wide receiver, too. I really hope he just, like, fantastic. I, I, I just hope he gets some balls this week because Joe Burrow is going to be running for his life. I bet he's so good. He's so good. If the Bengals can start putting some pieces together, they're going to be the team yes. in the AFC North. Yes. And that, that hurts. It does hurt a lot. Um, my dog, the Pats plus four against the Bills. I think they're going to win outright. Oh. I've been preaching. I think the Bills are F words. They look terrible against the Jets. Shout out to the Godfather for sending us this message. Uh, Belichick as an underdog is 18 and three against the spread. And this is an absolute must win game for new England. Yes. I like the Pats plus the four. My over, I mentioned it, the 49ers Seahawks over 53 and a half. I like that. And then the under, this is a surprising under. I like the Raiders Browns under 49 and a half. And the only reason I like this under is because it's literally going to be sleeting during the game with like 40 mile per hour wind gusts. Both teams would prefer to rely on the ground game to begin with. So I think that only adds to it. 20, I mean, maybe 17, 14. I think this is going to be like a rainy. Oh my God. Shit! Did Maryland just take the kickback? No, he fumbled, and the Minnesota dumbass missed it. Oh. I have missed it. God damn it. Minnesota oh, my God, first, he did miss it. Minnesota first half minus 11 for 10 units. I'm trying to win this money back. So, at the end of this podcast, maybe we'll get some some interesting stuff. But, yeah, I'm basically on the weather only in this under. So, give me the under 49 and a half there. All right, um, I love the Titans, minus seven as well, Square. That's a great favorite. Um, really big bounce-back spot here for a good Titans team, I think. Um, like we said, uh, Joey Burrow's fantastic, and he's been he's Joey Covers, but I, um, yeah, you're not. I don't think that you can, you're hanging with any of these kind of top-tier AFC teams. Um, my dog, I like the Lions, plus the three against the Colts. I like the Lions to win that game, too. I'll probably sprinkle the money line. Um, and then – um see my over my over is gonna be uh over 46 in rams dolphins give me two to score some fucking points minnesota's defense is so bad dude <laughs> they're just getting they've gotten gashed for two chunk runs on the first two plays of the game sorry good and, and i know you're okay i don't um I don't really have an under. What was your under? Mine was the Browns Raiders under oh. three nine and a half solely because of the weather. Typically, that'd be an easy over bet. Yeah, shit. Um, not a lot, a lot of unders this week. Yeah, I don't like any of them. So, well, the tough thing is you're gonna have to take one. Hmm. Give me under. Under 49, 
Chiefs Jets. Okay. That's 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 got 30, 34 nothing written on it. Johnny, finish us up with your pick four. All right. Favorite. I'm with you guys on the Bengals. Or the Titans. Titans. They're gonna fucking smash this team. I feel I feel bad for Joe Burrow. He like, I don't want him to get hurt. He's so much fucking fun to watch. No, this defense is so bad. Are they about is Maryland about to fucking score? Maryland's at midfield already. Jesus. That guy was wide open on that play action pass. Hey. I I don't know if this is a soccer dog bet, but Fucking fucking hell, dude. I think I like I think I like the Dolphins. So do I. I I I, I don't know why. I they might win the game outright. Tua might fucking die though. Same thing. Um, oh my God, Minnesota. You know they. This is so depressing. So give me the Finns as my uh, dog. Give me. I'm I'm going. Uh, this is such I, – this is more so principal bet because I bet low numbers. Give me the over in Buffalo, New England. <laughs> this game could be 10-7 for all I fucking know. But, uh, I don't know, 40 and a half. I feel like – Josh Allen, I've, I've been a fan of his, but he has sucked ass of late. They're going to have to score. The Patriots are going to have to fucking open up the playbook a little bit too. I mean, Cam's going to have to play better, but some of their calls are just absolute shit. That's my over. And then my under is uh, – which goes against the thing I just said, but give me the under in Bears Saints because uh, first time the Saints are playing outside all year, the Bears are fucking terrible. I mean, they are just <laughs> – they are the worst 5-2 and two team I've ever seen. Nick Foles blows – Plus, it's funny, Matt Nagy had a meeting with his coaches and they determined the, their bad offense wasn't his play calling, which it a thousand percent is. So, I like the under there. And Godfather, your card for the weekend. Uh, went 3-0 and last week, 3-0 uh, and altogether since my return to the podcast. Let's make it 7-0. and uh, Indianapolis minus three at Detroit. I've been telling this to all my friends who are Lions fans. This is where Matt Patricia saves his job, and they're subjected to at least another year of Matt Patricia. Give me the Lions plus three. Uh, I believe that's at forward field. Um, so that should be a pretty evenly matched game. But I think the Lions. Dude. Holy shit. Minnesota's looking really bad. Um, it's not time yet to call P.J. Fleck a fraud, but uh, jury's still out on him, I think. As I was saying, I, this game, I believe, is at Ford Field. Should be pretty even. I think the Lions pull this one out. Matt Patricia keeps his job uh, for a little while longer. I like the Dolphins as an underdog against the Rams. Give me the Dolphins plus three and a half. Uh, Tennessee, uh, when I looked at this line, it was minus five. Tennessee at Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, he's going to be in some trouble missing most of his linemen. Uh the Bengals looked really good on offense last week. They're not going to look good on offense this week. Tennessee minus five. And then Chicago plus five versus New Orleans. Um, Drew Brees, his arm is just not where it needs to be. Uh, Michael Thomas is a baby. Um, I just don't see 
the Saints competing in this game. Give me uh, Chicago plus the points. I'm done betting on the Bears, by the way. After last week, I can't believe you can't Cannot believe. Holy uh, fuck, Minnesota is terrible. They're so bad. I'll run through my card real quick before I go jump off the 480 bridge. Um, I'll take the Dolphins plus three and a half. I actually had the Rams at first. I, I was going back and forth, but I like the I like the Finns. Give me them plus three and a half. Give me that over 46 as well. Uh, Browns minus two and a half at home against the Raiders. They're going to fucking kill the Raiders. I think Derek Carr gets hurt in this game. I think we get – what's his face? No, fuck you. He's streaming on Murray Christmas this week. I think we get the Peter man. No, fuck you. We're, we're, we're streaming D. Carr this week, Murray Christmas. Give me the Pats. No. Pats plus yeah. four. Principal Chiefs minus 20. And I like, that, I like that over 49. I'm against you there, Frankie. Steelers uh, plus four, Titans. Well, I don't really like the under. You made me pick one, so. Yeah, it's true. I gave those two out. I like the Titans. Bengals over 51 as well. Um, Burrow will score. Are you fucking kidding me? Seven nothing. Oh, it's coming back. Thank God. Um, Chargers minus three. The Chargers are kind of good, I think. And well, I like that fucking good. I like that over a lot, too. Over 44 and a half. That's another one of my favorite overs this week. Um, I already mentioned the Eagles team total over 27 and a half, and then the 49ers Seahawks over 53 and a half. Just a small card. Ah, um, in addition to uh, Ravens minus the four, Hawks minus the three, and the over in Seattle as well. Um, I like that over in Philly, Dallas, Titans minus the seven, Lions plus the three, and Lions money line. Oh, my God, this touchdown stood. Fucking shoot me in the chest. Um. Browns minus two and a half. I agree. That's going to be a fucking win there. And Chargers minus three. Love Justin Herbert. Love him. Small ass card. All right. I got a uh, fucking hell, dude. Columbus, Ohio is one fucking confusing ass city. Jesus Christ. Oh, here we go. Nope. Missed my turn. <laughs> Listen, Jesus Christ, I look like a fucking chicken with my head cut off. Quality podcasting right here. All right. Um, the Gophers better score within the next two minutes. Lions money line. Love that pick. Love it. Pa- Packers minus six. I think they're gonna blow. I think they're gonna blow the doors off of uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have. Anything on that. I like the Packers and the over there. Um, Browns are going to win by a thousand. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna go into the fucking buy fucking six and two. I am fucking stoked. Uh, get everybody healthy for the second half. Gutted for Odell. Browns are gonna still fucking roll though. <sighs> I like the Chiefs in the first half, but I don't like them to cover the game. Uh, I don't even know what that line is, but I'm still going to bet it. Uh, completely agree that I love Justin Herbert against uh, the Broncos. I do not like Drew Locke, uh, so this is more of a principal bet. Uh, Steelers money line, and I like the over in that game. <clears throat> and... <laughs> uh, I'm going to – this is a uh, little uh, Monday night teaser. The over 38 and a half in 
Tampa Bay and the G-Men. And then tease the Giants to 18 and a half. And that's my card. Tease who to 18 and a half? The Giants. The who? G-Men. <laughs> I get one more in there. Um, full weekend of picks there. Holy shit. And then the last thing I'll say, which I mentioned earlier, Kent State is plus 1,000 to win the MAC right now. Wow. Please bet on Kent State to win the MAC. I'm telling you, they're, they're going to go no worse than 5-1. and one. I think the only game that's a toss-up right now is OU. They can definitely go 6-0. and oh. I love Kent to win the MAC. And then Kent plays Eastern on Wednesday next week, so the pod won't be out before that. Everything you own on Kent and probably the over as well. Kent beat Eastern last year to get bowl eligible. One of the biggest wins in program history. We all watched it together on my phone at a bar because they didn't have ESPN plus. That was awesome. Yeah. Also Kent overs last year, they were hitting at a ridiculous rate and they lost their best player on defense, Jamal Parker. So I definitely like the over in that game as well, but everything you, every the mortgage, the home and throw it on Kent and no Mike glass. That's what I meant to mention for Eastern. Their starting quarterback from last year is gone. So um, that's it, Johnny. You got a big weekend in Columbus. Best of uh, best of luck tomorrow with the rivalry. I appreciate that we at least keep it cordial. Uh, oh, okay. Ran into some absolute asshole today. I was like, you know what, dude? Just best of luck tomorrow. I like how we keep it cordial. Should be. I'm hoping it's at least a good game. Uh, so best of luck on that tomorrow. Obviously, listeners, let's win some fucking money. And uh, let's get our fucking weekend started. And fuck you, Minnesota, you assholes. If they don't cover, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I have no moves left. Yeah, 10 UE is a lot. This was the move to get me to bet my 42 picks for tomorrow. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm real desperate here. I need it bad. Or, yeah, just run it right into some guys there. Yeah, I know it's bad. All right. That's terrible. That's it. That's the <laughs> This is just a loss immediately. Yep. Fuck Minnesota. We'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>